4: Just follow me because we politics need a politics
5: politics. It so it's so the only sector of our so society where losers, me, failures so and bust-outs give advice. Me, in the real world, the advice of a loser or a bust-out or a failure or a 380 pound chair wrecker like Chris Christie doesn't mean jack. However in politics, it has all the news a buzz. In fact right now the news is is a flutter with bomb threats To the judges, they pan back from his $7 million mansion, and nobody wants to know, how did a dingbat judge afford a $7 million estate in New York? Anybody? Anybody? Because they're all in on the mafia. That's how. And they're circling the wagons to protect themselves. But there's another problem we have, aside from the fact nobody can find Joe Biden. Where in the world is Joe Biden and Matt Lauer? Where are they? In the meantime, he's got all the dingbats out. Every one of the dingbats. Jill Nancy, KJP, and Hakeem. They're all telling you how he wakes up in the morning, which leads me to believe he doesn't wake up in the morning. He's in some sort of chamber with formaldehyde, Viagra, Starbucks, shot right into his eyeballs, which is why he can't blink one without the other. I mean, one at a time. He can only blink one at a time. Are you watching him when he blinks, Squirrel? It's very unusual. Also a sign of dementia. However, the fact is we can't find Joe Biden. And the problem is, well, all of this nonsense is being played out in front of us and the court case to prevent a uh, candidate from running for president is taking place. A U.S. oil tanker was seized by Iran's Navy. Who even knew Iran had a Navy? Weren't they bankrupt like five years ago? And keep all in mind, Joe Biden has not been the president for three years. He has not been the president for three years. Three years and ten days. Imagine the damage he can do with one more year.
3: We have new turmoil that is surrounding shipping in the Middle East, armed hijackers wearing military uniforms, taking over an oil tanker in the Gulf of Oman, and now apparently changing their course toward Iranian waters. What is happening? Let's bring in... They're taking the oil tanker
5: back to Iran. This is unprecedented. In fact, I'm going past my, my own knowledge of history through all the presidents, even the ones that molested interns. When would this not be breaking news? on every television, when would the military not be notified? When would we not have be addressed by the Secretary of Defense? Oh, because he's in the chamber next to Joe Biden. And you realize all of the wretched mafia dons posing as representatives.
2: What would you say your mental focus is? Oh, it's focused.
6: <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's, I haven't, look, I have trouble even mentioning even saying to myself, my own head, the number of years. I no more think of myself as being as old as I am than fly.
5: What the hell is that? Is that a sentence? Is that a fable? What the hell is this moron talking about? In fact,
7: where is he? So I see that strength and that resilience and that steadiness every single day. Wow. And he's unflappable. And when I look at the man, you know, his integrity, his character has not changed, and he's unwavering. He's unflappable.
5: Boy, that's a mafia see- Don wife, isn't it, Squirrel? That's a mafia Don Weiss wife that would make the Gambino crime family blush. If you thought those women were loyal to their gangsters, they're nothing like this one.
7: What do you think when you hear Trump Republicans calling you th- Biden crime family. Our, uh, <laughs> I have one congresswoman. The Biden crime family sold out America. Marjorie Taylor Greene. He's a liar. He's mentally incompetent. Um, and let's not even talk about what "Let's Go Brandon" means. Mm-hmm. But you have U.S. senators holding signs that say that Biden.
5: Ho- now, Squirrel, whether she answers or not is irrelevant because she is a cohort to the corruption. She has lived in the mansion of Dupont, the former Dupont mansion among many others, with this thief, who as a salary has never made more than 200000 a year. Mathematically impossible. But the judicial system and our government doesn't want to investigate any of these scallywag whores. In fact, they give them a platform.
8: But he has been great, and he has a vision for our country that is consistent.
5: Pay attention, squirrel. This woman's worth a couple hundred million. When somebody worth a couple hundred million tells you something, you snap too.
8: With what our founders had as a vision, he has knowledge. And again, it honors that vision. It honors the sacrifice of our men and women in uniform. Mm -hmm. And it, it again, uh, respects the aspirations of our children to go forward. So he has a vision. He has knowledge of the issues. It's opposite
5: day, squirrel. I've come to the realization today is opposite day because uh, Joe Biden is a traitor. And the Founding Fathers would be spinning like they were on a Black & Decker if they could, or if we had a a, a camera in their coffins. However, so are you. It got me to thinking about all of these people and exactly how far we've fallen when we have a U.S. oil tanker seized by Iran, and it's an obscure piece of news that is not broadcast on mainstream media.
8: Uh, The the President has put forth over $10 billion to assist at the border. We've Mm -hmm. always been for controlling our border, for securing the border. There's never been a question about that.
5: See what I mean, Squirrel? Opposite date? Did you see opposite date? And it it just goes downhill from here. Here's someone without cleavage proving that he's just as compliant as the wife of the dimwit and diapers.
9: Well, the House Republicans were exposed on the oversight committee, in my view, as complete and total frauds with respect to The efforts to target President Biden's family.
5: $24 million flowed through his son and his brother. And there is not one mention of one of those dollars. Some of those dollars trace back to oligarchs of the inbred nature in Qatar, in the Middle East,
3: in even Iran. Former Secretary of State and Fox News contributor Mike Pompeo, this all happening. Right now, what do we think about all of this as President Trump makes his way to the courthouse?
10: Well, Dana, this is symptomatic of the failed policy of deterrence in the region. We've seen now, what, 120-plus strikes on Americans. Uh, We've seen them not only threaten this ship, if this reporting from this morning is true, but we've seen them force commercial vessels to divert, uh, and we've now seen us have to defend against missiles uh, coming at our naval ships in the Red Sea. This is the direct result of coddling the Iranians. When the administration came in, they flipped our policy. How about
5: enriching the Iranians? How about sympathizing with enemies of this nation? Even the communists, which when I heard all of these dingbats, praise the most obviously unqualified politician this country has ever seen in any office. It started to re- it started to remind me they are just like communists when you hear them talk of the supreme leader, which is what Joe Biden has become. Because the reality is Joe Biden is not just unqualified or corrupt. He can't even appear in front of anybody. Nobody has seen this idiot for three years days
11: we did a three-day swing but for the last three days tuesday wednesday thursday none of his constituents have seen him doing anything who decided that the american people are best served by seeing less of
3: president? i would disagree i wouldn't say they saw less of the president he was out there again a couple of states and this reminds you
5: of how they won the last time or stole it how they got away with it they kept him secluded so there's two things that are going to happen in my opinion, he will uh, last till about July, maybe. And then there will be an announcement made that Joe Biden, due to some medical condition, or finally we admit that he's corrupt, he will step down and they will revitalize the Democrat mafia with a new candidate. That's where this is going. And the reason is the Republican establishment are in on it because those never trumper frauds, the ones that are 380 pounds, and the inspiration for the Tonka Toilet Seat, which is in development by me, they know full well what their candidates really look like. Like that? Yeah, yeah that's what
10: you get. Yeah. yeah, I mean, look, she spent $68 million so far, just on TV, spent $68 million so far, $59 million by DeSantis, and we spent twelve. Yeah. I mean, who's punching above their weight and who's getting a return on their investment?
5: I know, Squirrel, it's a layup. I'm not even going to take it, you know, because there is no above the weight. But the main, the, the, the main theme is... He understands exactly the futility in these frauds. Running, my question is, how much money is out there that people are giving this kind of money to these morons? I want to meet the idiot that gave Chris Christie anything more than five dollars.
10: You know, and she's gonna get smoked. And you and I both know it, she's not up to this. But she hasn't even been. Yeah. She's still twenty points behind Trump in New Hampshire, right? Yeah, and, oh yeah. And he's going to—he's still going to carry out right? Yes. Oh, he's—I t- you know, talked to DeSantis the Santos called me, petrified that I would—he's no. probably getting out of California. I
5: can't wait for his announcement to go by the wayside, because what we really have here is either the, the principles of this country will be vindicated, or we will continue to go down the path of fascism.
12: Well, thank you very much. As you know, uh, we consider this an unconstitutional witch hunt. It's election interference at the highest level. It's a disgrace. It's in coordination with the White House and Joe Biden because he can't win a campaign fairly. We're going to have a news conference a little bit later on. As you know, I want to speak. I want to make this donation. Uh, at this moment, the judge is not letting me make this donation because I'll bring up things that he doesn't want to hear.
5: For instance, there isn't a plaintiff there isn't a plaintiff and we're pretending this court and this system has any legitimacy it does not and this is what it's like wherever you are in these democrat sewers the question is how's is he ever going to get justice when it's when the country is run by a mafia don fraud traitor and thief like joe biden and the rest of the democrats i don't know
12: if you can hear me because they don't allow mics <laughs> But this is a political witch hunt, the likes of which nobody's ever seen before. They don't meet damages for what they've done. We have a great company. We're a very innocent company. We did everything right. They have no witness against us other than Michael Cohen, who's a discredited felon. And no witnesses against us whatsoever. They don't have one piece of paper. What we've run is a great company. That's been proven. Very highly successful company. This was-
5: Do you know what's not a great company? All of the eco-Nazi agenda of the Biden administration and most of the Democrats that are getting paid by our tax dollars. How many people ever heard of Sonova? Sonova Solar. Ever hear of it? Well, you should because you just gave it $3 billion and it's in the wind.
2: Uh, It appears that the department has again failed to do its homework or even a quick Google search for that matter when last September the department finalized $3 billion loan guarantee with Sanova, a solar company. At the time, Sanova had an F rating, an F rating, Better Business Bureau, Sanova, $3 billion grant from the department. The Better Business Bureau actually has stripped Sanova of its accreditation. You get... They're still not accredited. 2019, Sonova was found to be operating illegally after not fulfilling its duties to customers under Puerto Rican law. According to media reports, a Sonova salesman sold an elderly man a $60,000 solar system after the man told the salesman that he was in hospice and dying. That's how you...
5: Well, a sale's a sale. Just ask a rat Democrat. Now, in the meantime, what about the money we've also given to the other thieves? The Azovs. You know.
3: There's a new uh, report out from the defense IG that says that American defense officials uh, didn't fully count for nearly 40,000 weapons uh, that the U.S. provided to Ukraine, sensitive uh, material, uh, small enough to be um, uh, bartered, put on the black market. Does the White House have any reaction, any concern about that report?
12: Certainly, I'd refer you to the Defense Department for a more de- Well, the guy who
5: heads it up is on a hospital bed, gasping for air like a guppy out of water. So who are we going to get our answers from? In the meantime, what does the American Marxist mafia really do?
8: But he has been great, and he has a vision for our country that is consistent with what our founders had as a vision. He has...
5: Hey, hey, dummy. Our founders are not Mao Zedong.
0: This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer.
5: Iranians got the ship. How are we going to get it back? I don't know. Whatever you do, don't let Mike Johnson negotiate. We'll end up paying five times what it's worth. In the meantime, he didn't say a word. Neither did the Republicans. About the scandal that is the money loss in either the Azov-occupied Ukraine or in our energy department. And what did you, what did you say during the break, honey bunny? Uh, Chicago's going to get $14 million. Is that it? 14? $14.9 million to expand what? Policing? Oh, electric vehicle chargers. Huh. Maybe they could uh, have a double bubble and give the money
2: directly to Sonova CEO. Get an F rating. The elderly man died soon after. Sonova, then, what did they do? Oh, they placed a lien on his mobile home, which prevented his family from selling the property.
5: $60,000 solar service for a mobile home. That seems about right. In the meantime, what does this do for all of us? All of us who are busting our ass to afford feudal nomics, to afford the cost of
12: corruption and Democrat-run sewers. What does it do for our money? If you take core CPI, the actual index, which is seasonally adjusted, the read there is 313.216. That probably doesn't mean anything to you. It means something to me. That's the highest it's ever been. It's ever been. Now, remember- Now ever
5: been, squirrel, that's uh, called a record. And yet, I see nothing. In fact, all I see on three TVs here in studio is Andadu. Three TVs, all I see is, is is Chris Christie. No labels engage with Chris Christie. Really? The good news for Chris Christie is he finally can order that dessert.
12: Remember, Bureau of Labor Statistics brings out this number. Go to their website. When did COVID start? March of 2020? Okay, this is a decent number. That means NOVE was the most updated we had prior to about two minutes ago. If you go to their website and you look at their CPI inflation calculator and you put in uh, Feb of 2020, what you'll find is it takes a $1.19 of NOV $23 to buy what bought a dollar pre-COVID.
5: That's the cost of the Joe Biden us- usurpation of the White House. That's the cost of to all of us, every single one of us. Now, some have their money offset, it's true.
4: Hey guys, it's your girl Shalane, I'm back today with another video. Guys, in today's video, we are going to discuss the child tax credit and it's back. I mean, it's back like Jordan in 96, 97. Guys, you could possibly start getting paid monthly for your children. Whoa, like where did this come from? As well as we're going to talk about the IRS accepting tax returns and that date. We have $550 refund checks, um, refund anticipation loans, and... Refund anticipation
5: loans? Oh, that's a new one for me there, Squirrel. What's the juice or the VIG or the interest? On one of those.
4: Got to be high. More, my darling. So if you want to know what what is going on in the world of child tax credit, you already know what to do. Stay tuned. Your girl's got you covered now. And
5: the illegal aliens, once they get their EIN number, which is not a Social Security number, but it's all included in the sanctuary status and their driver's license, they qualify for it, too, without ever paying into the system. So the question really is, what's a bigger scam? Sinova? Ukrainian Azov's or our system of welfare, which seems to be paying for
2: everything. A Texas woman said that her 80-year-old mother was blind, bedbound, partially deaf, on dialysis with congestive heart failure. So what did Sonova do? Oh, they sold that elderly woman a 25-year, $86,000 contract. That- I'll tell you what, squirrel,
5: you want to beat the Russians? Let's export Sonova. Yeah, you get about 10, 15 years of the Russians signing up for these deals. We'll own all the houses in real estate because this is nothing more than an absolute fraud. And by the way, Sonova has been a scam for decades. And they're listed on the stock exchange. Oh, it's true. So uh, I'd buy puts if I were you. I think Colorado
6: is just the ideal
11: place to take care of solar energy because we have so many sunny days. But buyer beware.
3: That's right. Solar company issues are some of the most common complaints that we get into the contact number seven inbox. When one company's name just kept coming up, I went to work to shine some sunlight on the power problem. Shining a light on the solar industry. I love the idea of solar panels. Means hearing heated complaints.
0: They seem to want to sell a lot of solar systems, but they don't seem to want to service them.
3: Exposing patterns flaring up. We are seeing a pattern of complaint issues on the company. And getting answers for solar customers left in the dark. There are no consumer protections.
5: I've got three of these reports in three different states, same company. That is the company that both Republicans and Democrats stroked a blank check of $3 billion to. $3 billion. Solyndra was a scandal way back when this country had something called Republicans. Now it's not. Now those very Republican frauds tell you how virtuous it is to vote and support the thievery of our money. Don't they, Chris Christie, you fat slob?
10: If we are going to keep in concert with the spirit of this country. I don't know how anybody could want to be president of the United States if they don't love America. And you cannot love America if you don't love every American.
5: Brilliant, Socrates. The only thing that he needs now is a toga. And by the way, it would do us all a favor. How do you get fat from your thigh all the way up to your nipples there, chubby? Mitchell in displays. Hey,
4: Sean, don't you find it really interesting that Ray Epps only gets, what, six months on
5: probation? No, he got a year probation, $500 fine, and 100 hours of community service outside of the hours when he worked for the government to incite the Fed's erection.
4: He becomes the modern-day umbrella man of the JNK assassination, yet a guy who just happens to show up with, like, basically observing, is he gets basically picked out of the crowd and has to serve three years. Clearly, they don't want to talk about this, what I call the 267-CHS federal Yeah,
5: but the umbrella man, you didn't know his name. And, by the way, if there was a bomb threat for the judge's office, I got 50 bucks as it came from Ray Up's cell phone. 312-642-5600.
0: Marxists, socialists, and communists Are not welcome On the Sean Thompson Show On AM560, The Answer AM560, The Answer The state of Illinois
13: We'll
0: have
5: to find Companies see. are moving to Illinois Outside of the one that we're paying $8 billion with What's it called? Goshen with the Chinese Communist Party And what what business are they in? Are they in the battery business, which is kind of like the
2: eco-Nazi? Are they better or worse than this Sonova? That's how you get an F rating. The mother died three months later. These are but a small fraction of the deeply troubling complaints against this company, Sonova, a country that the Department of Energy has granted a $3 billion program to. Can I have your commitment the department will go back do its homework, and reconsider this flawed decision.
5: Uh, We're going to look into that. I prefer when KJP tells me. I like somebody who looks really stupid, who doesn't deserve the position, but is worth $14 million to give me that kind of lie. Thank you very much. Rich in
4: Indian Head Park. Hey, son. How are you doing tonight?
5: Wonderful. How are you?
4: Good. Listen, uh, when you started the the show, you said by July, uh, Biden was probably going to be replaced for uh, the nomination to be president, right? I do well, believe. They're they're groom, well, they're already grooming somebody. Um, she's a person who said she was never proud of the country. Uh, not, her, not a chance. Her husband is going to be elected. Absolutely. And I think it's going to be Michelle Obama. No, gonna,
5: no. In a, no way, no huh? chance. No chance. Why not? She's never worked a day in her life. She doesn't want to work. And she's unlikable. Nobody's going to vote for her, and they know it. Even Barack doesn't really like her. That's why he walks the beach with Reggie Love. Thank you very much. That's uh, speculation. Craig, I'm on Greenwood.
12: Hey, Sean. Thanks a lot for taking my call. Hey, um, These lies uh, that are being told about all the different things with January six keep coming because this afternoon I heard about this. Um, there's a whistle, way beyond a whistleblower. This guy's a colonel, Colonel Murray. He was basically telling that he's going to spill the beans. He started spilling them at 3 o'clock this afternoon about how he's... Uh, Uh, military guys that were uh, interviewed by uh, Congress and all that under oath. They lied about everything about January 6th and the um, National Guard kind of stuff. They were telling lies and lies, and then that Millie there was something that they did behind Trump's back where Millie was actually in charge. They took the control away from Trump without him even...
5: You mean when he called his Chinese counterpart to tell him, don't worry, everything's going to be fine. The
12: schemes will go back soon. That part? He might have got his orders from China. And everything. he did exactly what China told him to do, you know, to betray Trump. It doesn't. It's and not You Listen, like,
5: it's as bigger than Trump. It has nothing to do with Trump. These guys didn't betray Trump. They're traitors to their nation. Joe Biden isn't just a Democrat who disagrees with Trump. He is a traitor, just like Chris Christie. He's not a traitor to the Republican Party. He is the Republican Party. So I'm talking about somebody who would sit idly by, as you knew, an asset of the communists, an asset of the oligarchs in the Soviet Union. You knew what Joe Biden was. All of these guys... Do you? Let me ask you something. Do you think that they don't know what the scams are? There is no recession in Washington, D.C. It's recession-proof. It's one giant Las Vegas for the sexually frustrated. They all know each other. They all go to the same bars. They're all bribed by the same K Street lobbyists. It's one giant theater. And the only thing that Trump brought to the table really, was an outsider's point of view, and somebody who did want his country to succeed. The other things is, he made mistakes. Number one, he employed too many of them. He brought some with him, like that low-life scum, Roger Stone. He brought a lot of baggage and made some mistakes. However, that being said, he's the greatest threat to the mafia. And now he understands just what they're willing to do to him and anybody. That speaks up against them. And if you think they're not going to do the same thing to Vivek, and if they don't, it's because he's a red herring as well. Just like Chris Christie and Nikki Haley. And sadly, I must say, I have completely lost respect for Ron DeSantis. He understands just what Chris Christie does. He's not going anywhere. And he's just an obstructionist at this, at this point.
10: My goal has never been to be just a voice. Against the hate and the division and the selfishness of what our party has become under Donald Trump. So
5: it's interesting. It had nothing to do with Donald Trump, that's all. How about when you were in New Jersey? Your links to massive, massive scandals, waste, fraud, and abuse of money, you were embracing of the Democrat mafia and your acceptance of the capitulation by you to perpetrate that fraud under the Obama years
10: it been to win the nomination and defeat Joe Biden and restore our party and our country to a new place of hope and optimism in this country.
5: And you were going to do that? How? As a failed governor with a 9% approval rating? Somebody whose instinct were always to take the shortcut and, and misuse and misappropriate your power and government money? Is that how you were going to do it? But he understands, just like each and every one of us, They're not really going anywhere.
10: Like that? Yeah, Yeah. that's what you get. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, she spent sixty-eight million so far, just on TV. Spent sixty-eight million so far. Fifty-nine million by DeSantis, and we spent twelve. I mean, who's punching above?
5: You're talking about money now. You know, here's a funny thing about all this money. Somebody's getting paid a commission on that money. Somebody's taking points on the advertiser. There's somebody making a real fortune. And they don't believe in these candidates any more than the candidates do themselves. There was only one guy who didn't use that, who didn't participate in that. I'm just surprised at his inefficiency in truly firing, getting rid of, and preventing the position we're in today.
12: And it's a very unfair trial. Nobody's seen anything like this.
5: I don't think they've ever seen anything like this. You should have known it was coming. Quite frankly, you really should have known all of this was coming.
12: It's a political witch hunt for election interference, but also for getting somebody elected because you wanted to get the publicity. It's a disgrace, and they should pay me damages. That's.
5: Let's go to another multi-multi millionaire that's never worked a day in his life.
9: And any agreement related to the border should be reflective of two principles. One,
5: don't you like when these thieving rat bastards tell you what the principles of this country are as they spit on the principles and they spit in the face of the people who want righteousness because Hakeem is the big Democrat in Congress and he is now the new Nancy Pelosi because everybody knows at a certain point, Pelosi can't just keep lying and going. And someone's going to figure out she's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. And it isn't because Stinky Hammer's husband is good at anything.
8: The the president has put forth over $10 billion to uh, assist at the border. Mm -hmm. What are the odds
5: that the $10 billion can be accounted for and can be tracked? What are the odds? And what are the odds some of that money hasn't streamed directly into the transportation of illegal aliens like the IRC and all of the rest of these phony non-for-profits that all have a presence on K Street and all like to put them in very, very big mansions. What are the odds?
7: Hard to realize our country, isn't it? I mean, to look at it, what we used to have and um, what the other side, the extremists, have turned this country into. I mean, yes, you're right, Jill.
5: There was a day when anybody who even pretended to be as fascistic or corrupt as your husband and his crime syndicate and the Democrats in the House and the Senate ever were, would be in prison. There was a day in this country, but it's long gone. 312-642-5600. He's Sean Thompson.
13: Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean
0: Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The
5: Answer.
10: Whoopi Goldberg.
5: It's not really her name, right? It's like Judy something, whatever. It says Trump will round up and disappear journalists and gay people. Oh, how many guys died? Died that worked for the Biden or the uh, Clintons? How many guys? A lot of guys, huh? Well, there's, you know, it's dangerous, dangerous out there working for the Clintons. And uh, I understand whoopi and and uh, Epstein uh, killing. Was she on the flight logs? No, come on. Even hookers have standards. In the meantime. We're paying the cost of all of this, and the problem I have is it's getting normal for people. See, this is the problem with adjusting the, the human quality to adapt to terrible circumstances. You know it. You're Chicagoans and Illinoisans. You understand what it's like to just be massively overtaxed and abused for owning property and the rest of it and making money under a system that has an entire welfare army that will continue to vote for Democrats, whether they're legitimate or illegitimate. Um, and when it gets normalized to this point... In in our little areas, can it be normalized nationally? That's the real question as you listen to the economic advisors for Donald Trump like Brainard.
3: Mortgage rates have actually come down uh, over the last few months, so they've come down by about one and a quarter percent. That will make a difference.
5: Now forget about the fact that in the shortest period of time they increased the most in recorded history, kind of like inflation. Uh, You could forget about all of that because now they're coming down. And the mindset of a slave or a Democrat, is very simple.
3: Well, it's not as bad as it could be. It's not as bad as it used to be. Mortgage rates? Looking at the report, it looked like rent was one of the big drivers of uh, inflation. It was up 6.2% over the course of last year. That is
5: a staggering statistic. But see, the people who support this, be they on Wall Street or be they in these once great areas in our city, now ghettos, the vast, vast majority don't pay their own rent. So they don't care. Your analysis about like that Chinese communist company who got eight billion dollars to go to Illinois growing
3: businesses. Why uh, rent com- continues to um, be a driver of inflation twice as high as average inflation. And uh, what is your outlook for the next year when it comes to rent, particularly since
5: mortgage rates are still so high? making it- Squirrel, you think she does the Mr. T prediction in Rocky three where she just says pain? I don't think so.
3: Yeah, so um, the rent affordability and housing affordability generally is an area uh, that really is salient for a lot of households as they sit around their kitchen tables paying their bills. Housing is a big one. We are very focused on housing affordability. We're going to
5: look into it. We're going to look into that. We're going to look into Lloyd Austin. We're going to look into Middle East money and our senators and congressmen and the White House. We're going to look into it all. In the meantime, where the hell is the rent is too damn high, guy? Now's an opportunity. It's too damn high. That's right, baby. Eric and Marengo.
13: John, I just yep. want to know, what exactly does the Federal Reserve hold to have all this equity to loan us trillions of dollars every week or month or whatever it is? I, I mean. <laughs> How
5: about every hour we go into debt on our, on our national debt, $1.2 billion an hour under Joe Biden? An hour.
13: I know, and but you're where is, asking, where's that? Where's that? And why isn't Iran stealing it
5: right now? Oh, that's what we need. We need Iran to steal the Fed. I like the way you think, Eric. Yeah. You
13: know, in the meantime, gold standard, stole gold. You
5: know, the more you investigate it, and the more you understand the principles that have bastardized and destroyed our dollar, the more excited you are about Bitcoin uh, being accessible to us all now that it's on the stock exchange. And the reality is this, brother: they have managed to create a system. In which the people who would never sign up for both the waste, fraud, and abuse, let alone the spending of these gangsters, have nothing to say about it. It is a cabal yeah, of all, corruption that lives in Washington D.C. They loan money when they don't have it because they're not—they're clicking a mouse to create it. This isn't like the yeah, '70s they, where they got to print yeah. it. Nobody prints anything. It's a click. It's a mouse click. Yeah. It's even more diabolical. Where do they get that authority? There's 535 politicians that give it to them because they stab you in the back on the principles of our republic. That is the perfect leading to the
9: Speaker of the Hulk.
11: Uh, I will take your questions on anything now.
9: Back. Speaker, uh, thank you. Happy New Year. Um, You don't like CRs. You've made that abundantly clear.
5: Really? He's passed three in the last three months. Pravda fraud propagandist reporter
9: um but it seems increasingly clear that a cr will be needed to avert a shutdown before january 19th the first deadline um can are you willing to shut down the government rather than put forward a cr uh in order see the question is
5: are you going to continue to bankrupt every human being in this country are you going to continue to pass on insurmountable debt that you have no intention of ever addressing, let alone paying down? Are you just going to continue with the policies of the mafia, gangster government corruption? And the answer is yes, but they're working
9: for you uh, know Congress to take up its appropriation bills and get them to the president's desk. Listen, we we have the
11: appropriations process uh, working on all cylinders right now. We we. Can't- Woo!
9: You're going to look in the
5: Sinova and the $3 billion, let alone the $128 billion in uh, the Azov-occupied Ukraine? You're going to look in any of that? Ah, you're busy. You've got a lunch date to catch. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean
0: Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show.
4: This looks like job for me, so everybody just follow me
1: because we need a little controversy because it feels so
5: My next guest, like somebody who... Uh, so You are comfortable with in positions of power and even in his old position as a former federal regulator at the Department of Health and Human Services. You see, he's been on the faculty of three universities. He is the author of over 100 peer-reviewed articles and editorials. He's founder of Save, an organization to assure that the federal Title IX law applies consistently and fairly to all students And I wanted to have him on to discuss a couple of topics. He is Dr. Edward Bartlett. How are you?
13: I'm great, Sean, and you left out one important detail. I got my master's degree at U of I of Chicago.
5: Wow, what year?
13: Oh, I'm not going to tell you that. That's a secret.
5: All right, very good. I just want to know if we, uh, you know, bumped into each other, because a lot of those guys used to come downtown to The Loop when I worked at the Mercantile Exchange to hit on our women. So I wanted to see if our paths have crossed.
13: Yeah, I was at the Medical Center campus, which of course is farther away than the (laughs) Circle campus.
5: Yes, much farther, much farther. Well, listen, I, I, I mean it. It is, it is, it is fascinating to have you on because of the way in which you've navigated your life and the the wealth of knowledge you have. And there's an interesting situation happening in our nation, the way I see it, and that is that the American people are often funding the very problems we rail against. And this seems to be an ongoing theme of things. As the more we investigate some of where our public money goes, it often goes to organizations that on the face seem wonderful, but the way in which they actually operate is either diabolical or terribly incompetent. And this is something I think we can only fix if people are aware of exactly how these organizations work. And when I saw this article about um, what's happened at the U.N. and, and, and how they're trying to defund the U.N., I think this is long overdue, and I'm wondering what your thoughts are on it.
13: Yeah, Sean. So uh, let's let's actually turn back the dials of 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 time back to 1948. That's when the United Nations was established with great hopes for world peace, for hopes for gender equality, and so forth and so on. And people were sincere. But what's happened is, Marxist ideology has become infiltrated at the United Nations. Uh, Marxist ideology is not just about economic disparities it's about any kind of differences of social class so uh marxists love to divide the world into oppressors and the oppressed of course we all know that that men are the the great patriarchal oppressors they've been saying that for years right but yeah but it goes beyond that um so israel was uh classified as a colonizer which is just another word for for a for a, a Blue-eyed, white devil? Yeah. And, and the Palestinians were the oppressed. And that was, that's, been the, that's been the narrative, believe it or not, that's, that's permeated the United Nations for quite a few years. So when, when Hamas attacked Israel on October the 7th and killed over, or, over 1,400 men and women and children and brutal rapes of women, Guess what? The United Nations went silent on the rapes. They just did not comment. They didn't exist, in their, in their opinion. Well, Doctor, the reality
5: is, this Sharia sector of, of the Islamic faith is really a sector that has a long history of this kind of atrocity, of this kind of abuse, specifically of women and the the whole purpose of their traditions of the Burqa and the rest of it is a subservience that i 'm amazed is still tolerated in the year twenty twenty four Do we as Americans we're always secluded from the realities of tyranny around the world? Do you think Americans have an understanding of just the kind of violence and abuse that is perpetrated in the sharia uh, cl- or, uh, the Sharia? societies around the world do you think they understand it
13: well let me let me say it this way in this country we have trivialized in many cases we've trivialized the, the concept the meaning of rape some some women use the phrase uh, stare rape in other words if you look, look too long at a woman she'll accuse you of stare rape well what happened on october the 7th was a total, were, were absolutely brutal rapes uh, to the point that some of the, the bones, the pelvis bones of the raped women were broken. That's the level of force that was used. So it, it, it's almost unimaginable what happened on October the 7th, which makes it all more incomprehensible that the United Nations would try to simply ignore what happened to the Israeli women.
5: So what can be done? Because, you know, it's funny, as as we're discussing, I have a clip on my board about the World Court, which I didn't even know existed, and how South American uh, judges in the World Court have decided that Israel is the perpetrator of all kinds of different war crimes and violations of uh, civility. So they're, obviously the U.N. is not alone, but they're a very big voice. And it turns out we're the ones that finance the U.N. So my understanding is there's been a petition drawn up To defund the UN and I'm wondering what you think the future is for that
13: well uh, yes we are the ones who uh, have started that petition literally just this week anybody can find it by doing a Google search on defund the United Nations Uh, it's it's, uh, very easy to find our petition and I welcome anybody to sign it uh, right now Um, but we are not the only voice Uh, you may be aware that Senator uh, Mike Lee of Utah uh, recently introduced a bill saying, we we need to completely remove the United States from the United Nations." So, so I mean, I think October seventh is a turning point in the history of the United Nations because, at long last, the the corruption, the bias, uh, has has come to the forefront, and people people won't stand it. Well, Doctor, I love
5: the fact that you feel that way, and I, I agree in theory. But the reality of what we see, you got to remember, this is a Chicago radio show for the most part. I mean, we're all over, but we're a Chicago radio show. And in Chicago, at the universities, even the one you attended, there is a massive support for the Islamo-Nazis, for the uh, Sharia, uh, as I call them, uh, wife-beating crew of people that call themselves a country but the reality is they've overtaken that country and like the hoodies they simply occupy it through violence and fear and intimidation however there had they have sympathy in-, in particular in universities but more importantly in very strong Democrat uh, occupied areas in our nation do you think that the American people still believe the way you and I do that what happened on January or on October 7th was a game changer
13: you know, I have to believe so. I mean, let let's be honest. Universities operate in their their own spectacular isolation. They just they're 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 in a different world from you and me and most people. Um, so yeah, I I think definitely most Americans. But let let's go beyond that because there's so many other things, other problems at the UN. Let me give an example. Um, beyond the the Israeli stuff, is that. Uh, Last month in December, uh, UN Women, which is the agency at the United Nations that deals with uh, with uh, gender issues, they selected a person as the what they call the uh, UK-United Kingdom champion. Uh, that person's name was Monroe Bergdorf. Now, if Monroe sounds to you like a male name, it is. Mil, uh, B- Monroe Bergdorf is a transgender uh, who is a biological male, who is now a transgender, but he is now the, the official representative for UN women in the United Kingdom. Does that sound pretty absurd?
5: It, it, well, the whole thing, so the, last, the last three years specifically, but the last decade sounds pretty absurd to me, and you see how this is embraced by the current administration and by our government writ large, as you have transgender uh, uh, admirals, you have, uh, transgender people in charge of weapons inspections who are kleptomaniacs. I mean, this is a bizarre world to me. So I, 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 I'm, I, I wish I could say I was shocked. I'm sadly, uh, my <laughs> predictions of the future are sadly coming true is what's really happening. And, you know, I watched as the, the, the female champion of Jeopardy was a man. I watch MMA and a man goes in there with pink hair and, and nail polish and beats the hell out of women and he looks to be the female champion of, of, of MMA. So, It's just insanity. And how do we get it back? How do we put the toothpaste back in the tube of this culture of insanity?
13: Well, we have to pull the funding, and and that's why we set up our petition uh, to fund the United Nations. If I can, let me give uh, yet another example of an egregious injustice from the United Nations. This relates to the issue of domestic violence. It turns out that domestic violence is an equal opportunity all around the world Women are just as likely to engage in domestic violence as men. You may have heard of the woman in in Minnesota a couple months ago. Uh, she gave antifreeze to her boyfriend so she could get in, you know, take a cut of his inheritance. Well, he died, of course. But Man. that's the kind of things that happen. So, you know, women are equally likely to be perpetrators of abuse. But go to the United Nations; they completely ignore the existence. Of female perpetrators and male victims that's not right
5: well you know what's uh, astonishing to me how 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 some of the things like you correctly called not right the idea of right and wrong has been so politicized that you have the disdain for people who have a legacy and a history of fighting for the true virtues of equality when it comes to uh, the treatment of, of women in this country but more importantly the protection of, of, uh, women under domestic violence abuse. And, and if they should vote Republican or if they should support Donald Trump, how they're not just ostracized, but their character assassinated. And what comes to mind is, uh, Janine Pirro, who is on Fox. They call her Judge Janine. Most people in this country, uh, Democrats in particular, are completely unaware of the domestic laws she championed to protect women from abusers who they were married to and not married to. It was for her actions in her early legal uh, career, where she established the laws that would give restraining orders to women who were beaten by boyfriends and people they didn't know, and even husbands. So do you think in a climate where this kind of right and wrong has been so politicized, you can come to a, a, a national understanding of what you call right and wrong?
13: Well, I think it, I think it all starts with the science, Right and uh, the Centers for Disease Control actually has looked into this issue pretty extensively, and they do a survey called the NISVS. I won't tell you what those letters stand for, but it's a well-respected survey, NISVS, and that survey consistently finds women are as likely to be perpetrators of domestic violence, but what happens is that because male victims are essentially ignored, um, if there's a male victim who calls a place for help guess mm-hmm. what he may be the one who's arrested oh yeah
5: yeah well i listen I think that you know it's a nuanced um it's a nuanced situation and I'm not for domestic violence in any form or fashion and i I, I want the equality of law to protect every everybody who's a victim of it but for some reason I can't help but feel our society is carving out the most obvious and those are those uh, those 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 people who are victims because of a culture movement and that's something i think that drastically needs to change and ha- as we started our conversation you were talking about the correctly the, the description of marxism and communism and this this notion of delivering a utopia through a government managed Equality, and I'm wondering how many people realize it's just an equality of irrelevance. And in these so-called utopian status nations, it's really the worst. And I like your idea of defunding them. I think it's crucially important. And where can the listeners go to support you and sign that petition? Because it's important we get enough people to sign it that it gets some attention outside of our fantastic radio station.
13: Oh yeah. So, so I'll give you the the URL of our of our website. It's end as in T-O-D-V, as in domesticviolence.org. I'll say it again, end2dv.org. So anybody who goes there, it'll kind of hit you right in the face, the link to our petition, Defund the United Nations.
5: Yeah, I like the double entendre. Thank you very much for joining me. I truly appreciate you. Thank you for uh, putting up this fight and for restoring the fact that there are people that used to work in our government that still are trying to fight for the idea of right and wrong. He is Dr. Edward Bartlett. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. We'll be back with your calls and comments.
0: He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer.
5: How is it a shock poll that Biden leads Trump in uh, Pennsylvania? Isn't that where they elected Fetterman putting on the Ritz? Come on. You really think they're shocked? I'm not shocked at all. I, I, I'm shocked that people think people who would vote Democrat are going to change their vote on the basis of some sort of failure or evidence of corruption. That's what they are. I mean, everybody knew it,
3: didn't they? Didn't everybody know it? Peter, you broke a lot of this years ago uh, about the Biden family influence peddling. And you've got new information this morning, uh, breaking news on a cell phone that Joe Biden was using. Tell us about that.
11: Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. What is the line of communications between Hunter Biden and his business partners and Joe Biden when he's vice president of the United States? I mean, doesn't everybody know
5: about the frauds? about the money laundering, about how how these political whores who've never worked a day in their lives get backed financially by some industry and become millionaires overnight, like Boeing and Nikki Haley. I
8: would not run if President Trump ran. I'm
7: Nikki Haley, and I'm running for president. I will not. Not now not ever support raising the gas tax. Let's increase the gas tax by 10 cents over the next three years. Every person on social media should be verified by their name. That's first of all, it's a national security threat. I never said government should go and require anyone's name. That's think. False. So I think China's been a really great friend of ours. Yes, I view China as an enemy. That was um, not what I intended to say. I do not think we need to pull money from the UN. The UN, the only thing is we would deal fund the U.N. as much as possible. Perfect! Perfect! And that's why
5: she's leading in the polls among establishment morons that don't understand it's a duopoly of corruption. Perfect! Walt, Northwest Indiana.
11: Sean, uh, this professor talking about uh, female domestic abuse of uh, men, nothing new about that at all. I mean, I I, uh, looked into the domestic violence issue back in the 1980s, and to my astonishment, despite all the feminazi propaganda, women is, were as likely as men to co- commit domestic violence. And I mentioned wow. it in a church uh, discussion group at a time when there were, the, the discussion group was full of feminazi types. Yeah. And when I brought this up, they just went absolutely berserk. And uh, there well, was Walt, a gentleman I, in the group.
5: I have to admit, it's, it's foreign to me, too. You know, I'm, I'm half Italian, half Norwegian from Melrose Park. A girl slaps me, I take my shirt off. I don't understand how it happens. It's just me, though, Well, I'm silly that way. An old, traditional American man. I'm proud of it. 312-642-5600.
10: Make money,
0: smoke cigars, and live free. On the Sean Thompson Show. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The
5: Answer.
1: I really opened up a can of worms
5: with this. Th- I mean, I, feel like, I, I. it's bizarre to me. Women creating domestic violence. What are you, nuts? You ever been hit by a woman, Squirrel? It's almost fun. Can't hurt anything. They can't break paper. All of a sudden, it's a... Get your keys and get the hell out of there. What's the big deal? Art in Arlington Heights disagrees.
12: Yeah,
11: I was slapped so hard that she knocked my glasses off before we had children. And
1: actually, you- she'd be accused twice of abusing our three-year-old in March of eighty-seven. Yeah. I told the pastor of the church we were going to what happened, and he didn't believe him, and eventually this pastor drove her to the courthouse, helping her get custody of the kids for three weeks without inviting me to come to court.
5: All right, so let me ask now, you a question. Is, she slapped you before wife, you so had hard. kids. She slapped, she slapped you, you said, before you had kids, right? Knocked your glasses off? Yes. You like that kind of thing, don't you? Did you have a red ball no, in your I mouth when like she slapped that. you? All right. No, I, well, I then I why would like you have that. kids with her? the hell's wrong with people? You don't like her? Get the hell out of there. I don't I mean, you know, I don't I, Listen, you're a man. Men get slapped. It's what we do. I'm going to go next door after the show, try to get slapped by a biker so I could take his bike for a ride. Beat the hell out of him. That's what we do. I don't, I mean, I don't know. If she beats the the kids, that's another problem. I don't like when they beat the kids, but sometimes the kids need it. Right? Give that little son of a gun a good ass kicking. Chuck and Dullivan got his ass kicked by women, men, fathers, mothers. Right, Chuck?
12: Aloha snack bar. Yeah. Hey. Uh, I, I wanted to call and tell you, um, you know, when they had that thing, I watched
11: that yesterday in Congress and uh, that guy that was the minority leader, he had a bunch of placards all made up ahead of time. He could read off of. You're he talking about Hakim Jeffries. Yeah. And they made, they made, they made up stuff and, and they read it and tried to make the, the majority leader look bad. Well, they knew that Hunter Biden was going to come there. That's conspiracy. They can't, they, they ain't got no business doing that. Somebody, they should have grabbed Hunter Biden, and they should have grabbed that uh, minority leader guy and arrested him immediately. This is
10: a big kick in our face. I'm telling you. He's the ya.
5: princeling of the mafia. Now, now listen, I, I haven't been to Wisconsin in a long time. Now, uh, things are still cheaper up there, right? In Wisconsin, what, 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 what's a hamburger? Do you hang up on me? He hung up on me. They ask him how much it costs to get slapped by a big woman weighing 180 pounds in Wisconsin. I can't be as much as it is in Chicago. Robert in Bloomingdale.
6: A big woman needs to slap governor's. Hey, some guys are I mean, into that. Yeah, what are you going to
5: do? You tell me you don't think MK's beating the hell out of JB. He loves that. It's called Saturday Night in the Governor's Mansion. Go ahead.
4: <laughs> well, he needs a good sla- uh, uh, yeah. slapping. Sorry, yeah. sorry, he needs a slapping. Yeah. I think Biden needs a slapping, and Dr. Joe Biden saying, oh. We don't promote, any, slap.
5: we don't promote but, any slapping. But I do enjoy it when the red ball is in the mouth and the guy gets a bill at the end. Go
4: ahead. Well, I was going to say, could you imagine if that was President Trump, the Trump fan? She's got the nerve to say, oh, it's affecting her family. What about President Trump and his family? You know, this has got to have some type of residual effect on all of them, especially that young kid, you know? I mean, this, these people are. Really Let me tell lovely. you something, brother.
5: Those pe- winners welcome pressure. Pressure makes two things diamonds and dust. Only you get to decide. That's the beauty of living. I think he loves it. Absolutely loves it. And you want to know something? It's gained a lot of traction. People who weren't necessarily engaged in politics, people who've been victims of this government tyranny, they're siding with Trump. This this is a blessing in disguise. Art and Sugar Grove, another guy that got hit by a woman. Did you deserve it? What'd you do?
4: No, I uh, I worked worked for a company, and uh,
9: they hired this girl to work on a receiving dock. Uh And we disagreed all the time, so she'd go in the trailer with me and we'd we'd drag out, have punches. She was a weightlifter and a boxer,
0: and then she ended up being my best man at my wedding.
5: Oh, I like that story. I thought you were going to marry her. I thought it was going to be even better. But I like that story. There's nothing wrong with a good ass-kicking once in a while. I like that. Yeah. Good. You tell her I said hello. My kind of woman. I love that stuff. In the meantime, it's Ridiculous. Ridiculous that Chris Christie and these establishment who are Republicans and the rest of it think that they're going to somehow get the support of people who see what they are. The guy who's going to get support if Trump is gone is the unlikely, the unlikely recipient, a guy who I don't still got a lot of questions about his past. But I do love the way he lies.
6: If this is okay, and uh, I'm just kind of curious on the, the previous question, that's yeah. those four things that were provably false. And they, yes. Were in the, and I'm just kind of curious. I know some of these guys have been following some of you guys. I'm curious if there's any national media who actually believe that
12: they were
11: false. That those,
1: that those, I'm just actually, it's a good question, Eddie. So Eddie's a, one of the, you guys are, Colleagues, two of the top state reps here, and I think that that's a good—it's a good thing to be curious about. Just by by show of hands, who here is willing to admit that the Trump Russia collusion hoax was indeed incorrectly reported by the mainstream media? Is there anybody here able to admit that that was incorrect reporting? <laughs> Why not? Why would that be inappropriate? I think it would be inappropriate. What's inappropriate is lying to the public. We're, just, we're doing our job.
4: Back. Was the public lied to, or did the, did the media report on the
1: facts that were provided? So, I so that's that's a fair question. I actually think that the public was lied to long after the media systematically still understood that this was the product of the Steele dossier. The Steele dossier was a piece of Russian disinformation provided by the Hillary Clinton campaign that was served up to the federal government as a basis for issuing a FISA warrant to then potentially infiltrate a member of the opposition party. It's absolutely correct. Excellent, Vivek. If it wasn't for
5: that biotech thing, I tell you what, I'd love him. In the meantime, something else happened today that you're not going to see on mainstream media. You're probably not going to hear about it much, but you're going to hear about it here. Because I don't like when liars and cheats and cohorts of corruption, you know, Democrats get a pass and a promotion. And that's exactly what Adam Schiff is going to get as he becomes the senator of California. I don't even know why they're having an election. I have
1: unanimous consent request. Gentleman from Kentucky is recognized for a UC. I asked unanimous consent to enter into the record an article titled, During January 6th hearing, Schiff doctored text messages between Mark Meadows and Rep. Jim Jordan. Um, this was an article in The Federalist, December 15th, 2021. Without, without objection, uh, who's next on our list?
5: Without objection. In essence, what they're saying is a congressman doctored evidence, created text messages, and changed the direction that the text message was telling the people in its evidence. In some cases, exonerating Donald Trump and the, uh, the fraud that was their committee. And it gets
2: no News. We're seeing in the Secret Service story that your committee is still uh, developing evidence that you didn't know was coming your way.
5: Now, instead of developing, he should have said creating, because that's exactly what the Democrats and the cohorts of corruption, the establishment Republicans allowed to happen during the Trump presidency. That, by the way, was a phenomenal economic boom for us Americans.
2: Even as recently as a week ago, uh, what, is the, what is next in your investigation of the Secret Service text messages? Well, we did receive thousands of documents uh, from them this week. Uh, but as you point out, uh, these did not include uh, the text messages uh, at the heart of our interest, uh, those that were sent between
13: Secret Service agents uh, on January 5th and 6th. And-
5: were those the same, same Secret Service agents? Or were these Trumps or were these the ones that went with Clinton to Epstein's Island 50 times? Were these the uh, Secret Service agents that were with Joe Biden when he was cutting deals with Ukrainian oligarchs? As he used political policy to make sure his son and his brother were not investigating for being assets to Barisma? Which Secret Service agent? You know, it's not bad enough. You got enough Secret Service agents to protect the Democrat mafia. You're making up text messages between the ones who won't. That's That's how you know it's fraud. All right. Got more people who want to brag about getting hit by women. I like it. Frank and Lamont.
0: Oh, man. She asked me for a foot rub. Asked me for a foot rub. I'm sitting there. She's talking during my show. I pull on her toe, and she brains me with the TV remote smack between the eyes.
5: That's wonderful. Boy, oh, boy. It's like there's a camera in my house. Uh, Let me ask you a question. (laughs) How long have you been married? 40 years. Nice. It's something (laughs) when they throw those dogs on your lap and expect you to rub them, isn't it? What the hell has the world come to? It's it's, it's horrifying. (laughs) Yes, it is. Good luck to a man who understands how to stay married. 312-642-5600.
0: This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer.
5: Amazing what hits a nerve, huh, Squirrel? Basically identified billions of dollars of corruption in both the Azov occupied Ukraine, the solar fraud eco-Nazi movement in Sonova. Got JB Pritzker bragging about businesses where the people are paying $8 billion and we pretend it's going good. Joe vigor, or Joe Biden's wife is talking about how happy she is, not just in the sack, but because of Joe's vigor.
7: Your husband is 81. At the end of the second term, he'd be 86. As his life partner of 46 years, is there a part of you that is worried about his age and health? Can he do it? He can do it. And I see Joe every day. I see him out, you know, traveling around this country. I see his vigor. I see his energy. (laughs) I see his passion. Yeah. Yeah. Can't form a sentence, but he's great. In the meantime...
5: How about his decision-making? You like his decision-making? You like uh, the way in which the country's going, the fact that we have our ships not only being fired upon, but being kidnapped and stolen by the Iranians? And do you like the cohorts of corruption Joe has put in charge of very important industries or, or sectors of our society, like the Defense Secretary? I remember what he said about him. Do you?
6: I personally work with this man. I've seen him lead American fighting forces on the field of battle.
5: Where, where were you on the field of battle? And can you show me a Biden f- home in Iraq? I mean, after all, you did get a 1.5 billion dollar contract, but I guess that's just more Pentagon slippage. See, this is the cabal of corruption where they just keep giving each other promotions, regardless of the evidence.
6: Also watched him faithfully carry out the orders of the civilian leadership of this nation. There's no doubt in my mind, not any doubt whatsoever, whether this nominee will honor, respect and on a day-to-day basis breathe life into the preeminent principle of civilian leadership over military matters in our nation. I know this man. I know his respect for our Constitution. I know his respect for our system of government. So just as they did for Secretary Jim Mattis, I asked the Congress to grant a waiver for Secretary-Designée Austin. His many strengths and his uh, intimate knowledge of the Department of Defense and our government – Ray, uh, um, I think, are are uniquely suited for the challenges we face now, the crisis we face now. He is the person we need at this moment, in my view. And given the urgent threat and challenges of our nation's forces, he should be confirmed swiftly. We need his experience in large-scale logistical operations to help support the swift and equitable distribution of COVID-19 vaccines. We need his experience building and managing relationships, engaging in diplomacy with our partners.
5: And do you know what he needed an exemption for? Us? Well, fascinating. And Millie got one as well under a Republican. You know what they? You know what they needed the exemption for? They both had worked for defense contractors and made millions, and still have an interest in those companies, like Nikki Haley. That's what they needed an exemption, and he got one. And it doesn't matter if he shows up, if he lies, if he can't be found. Just like Joe Biden. He has what's known in the private sector as job security. Job security. And somebody else who has a bright future in the complex of corruption that is our government.
10: I've always said that there came a point in time in this race where I couldn't see a path to accomplishing that goal. I would get out. You couldn't see? You had a 9% approval
5: when you left New Jersey. Nobody's ever liked you that didn't own a beef stand. And you just figured out you couldn't win the nomination. You were never there for any purpose other than to slander, to malign, to misinform people. That's the only thing you never-Trumpers are good at. In the meantime, you'll sit idly by, and you, fatso, will vote for Joe Biden. As if he was a shareholder in Jets Pizza, wouldn't you? We'll be back after this.
13: Get in my belly!
4: Come on!
0: From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show.
4: This looks like me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little Now, full
5: disclosure, our, our regulars me, know... and. We're always gaining people new every day, but I want everyone to know that I am and have been a licensed real estate broker since the early 90s. And the reason I am is because I didn't live in a house for the majority of my life, and I recognized one of the blessings of America. And one of the reasons the highest quality of life among the ordinary citizens was because we were a nation built on property rights and the uniqueness of our laws and the bundle of rights we have the opportunity to take advantage in our system of government. Now, I also realize the cost of those rights in mafia-controlled areas is often much, much higher, which is why I now have relocated to Florida. My next guest is a senior attorney with Pacific Legal Foundation, where he not only advocates but completely understands the liberty-based solutions to these issues. He is Brian Hodges. Brian, thank you for joining me. How are you?
11: Good, good. Thanks for having me.
5: You know, there's a case going on, I think, that most Americans need to know about and Chicagoans instinctively understand. And it's truly a, a case of a government misusing, in my opinion, its power and its authority to control and bankrupt individuals who want to take advantage of the bundle of rights. And it's a case called Sheets versus County of El Dorado. I wanted to have you on to discuss this and let the people know exactly how Chicago is not the only mafia-controlled area that abuses its power.
11: Yes. uh, You know what's at issue in this case is how far the government can go when you have to ask them permission to use your property. You know, as everybody knows, if you want to build a home, if you want to put an addition on, if you want to put a porch on your house, you have to go down to City Hall and you have to ask Please, may I use my property? Well, that has given the government so much control that over the years, uh, in some jurisdictions, they've taken advantage. And they'll say, sure, uh, you can use your property, but why don't you pay for a new school field? Or why don't you, you know, give us just some public benefit? Because they have you over the barrel. Uh, you, the, the value of your property is worth more than their demand, and so they can pretty much get away with almost any sort of demand. So, in this case, George Sheets, who is a longtime resident of El Dorado County, which is just east of Sacramento in California, uh, was decided he wanted to build his retirement home on a piece of property that he paid for in cash. He wanted to pay for his home in cash so that he could use his well earned money and have a comfortable retirement. But when he went into the permitting office to ask for permission to install an 1,800 square foot manufactured home, they said, Sure, you can build it. But how about this? He got hit with over $23,000 of so called traffic impact mitigation fees. You know, a fancy word, but. basically they wanted him who who he planned to just live there with his wife and help raise his grandkid on that property to pay for the the traffic impacts of the community in order to build his home
5: you know brian this is
11: challenged yeah
5: you've challenged it but this is a this is a trick to me this is a trick this is an extortion tactic this is something that is basically fundamentally, in my opinion, against the very principle of the bundle of rights that the Americans are guaranteed in the founding of our nation. I mean, you know, I understand most people aren't real estate brokers, and they're unaware of that the possession of rights and the bundle of rights that people have when they acquire real estate. My point is, this is about the right to control and the right of enjoyment. How in the world have we gotten so subservient where we can ar- allow these governments to arbitrarily put a dollar amount that they know is is not just cumbersome, but detrimental to the asset and to the individual and virtually impossible for somebody who's retired.
11: Yeah, well, you know how we've gotten there is through disrespect for those fundamental principles. You know, the one of the basic principles that's written into the takings clause, the Fifth Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, is this idea that government cannot shift burdens that the public should be bearing as a whole onto individuals. And so there's this doctrine out there that's supposed to protect individuals. Um, It was litigated by Pacific legal foundation in the Nolan case, later in the Kuntz case um, that says government cannot use the permit process to extort more money than is necessary just to mitigate for the impact of that development. It's a really simple idea that, yeah, if you're going to build something, you have to pay for the impact of that, but no more. Well, the problem is in places like California and other states, they've adopted rules that allow them to ignore the Constitution and aggrandize government extortion. So in California, for uh, going on 30 years, they've had a rule that if the demand comes from the City Council, we don't review it under, under the Constitution because the City council is above the constitution
5: so it's taking the philosophy of what is supposed to be a a republic based in elected officials called the small D democracy, and it's used it to circumvent the larger principle of the right of the citizen anyway, so they found a nifty little way to circumvent the principle by using the republic against it. Is that about right?
11: Yeah, uh, it's really inverted. The Constitution envisions a limited government, a system of limited government, with the primary limitation being the federal Constitution. And it's inverted it to the point where city and county council members have more power than than the U.S. Constitution. It's a perversion of our founding principles.
5: Now, Pacific Legal Foundation has a history and a legacy of pushing back against tyranny. Um, and I know you brought, did, you're the one that brought this case, correct?
11: Um, actually, no. It was a former PLF attorney who is now in private practice at Fisher Boyles out mm-hmm. of California who brought this case. And when it got up to the U.S. Supreme Court, we partnered with him um, in Super- order to you know, provide him with with our expertise and our support to make sure that this case, uh, you know, got the, got the attention and horsepower that it needs to get across the boundary.
5: So has the case been heard? And is this something that will be released the next time they release their cases, uh, their decisions on the cases, or is it about to be heard?
11: Uh, The case was just argued on Tuesday of this week. And we expect you know, because it's the Supreme Court, we will get a decision before June of this year.
5: How do you and the think? The question
11: it... is whether. Oh, go ahead.
5: No, I was going to say, how do you think it went?
11: Well, it went very well on the question presented. Our question was whether there's some sort of legislative exemption from the federal constitution. You know, that argument that city councils have a higher say than the Fifth Amendment. On that question, the government did not even put up a, a strong defense to the point that Justice Gorsuch noted that there was quote unquote radical agreement that there was no legislative exemption from the takings clause. Justice Sotomayor even noted this radical agreement that on the question we brought to the court, they could not contest that legislature just like every other branch is subject to the constitution.
5: Wow, that would be wonderful if we could establish that even Democrat-controlled areas are, are subjected to the principles of our nation. That would be a change and, a, and hope for a lot of Illinoisans where the ad valorem system is completely, admittedly, by our government in Illinois, disrupted where citizens are turned into groundskeepers, where they're not paying taxes or fees based on the value of the asset. They're paying in the cost of the corruption by these multitude of layers of government, and uh, in Cook County, uh, we have a uh, a a a politician who comes out dressed like Liberace, who admits as such, as you have homes that are worth a fraction of what they once were, and the taxes are eleven hundred a month in just the county, not to mention the different costs to improve those properties and the penalties for improving them. So I'm I'm, I'm very hopeful that this will happen, but in these areas, they have a, a history of uh, of beating this back so it never gets to the Supreme Court. How did this one get through the cracks? Is it just because of the horsepower you, you brought to the table?
11: Well, no, and uh, I'm going to put an asterisk on that and just let let your listeners know that this case deals only with impact fees, that no, taxes and user fees will be subject to a different set of rules. I don't want to have any um, no, expectations I
2: understand.
11: on that. But yeah, how, how it got there is, you know, PLF has been working on this issue for going on 30 years because... California and other jurisdictions were just broadly exempting legislative demands. And we have brought, uh, you know, nearly 20 petitions to the court over the years and gotten the court's attention to the point that we had two um, comments on petitions from sitting justices saying, this is an important issue. We need to resolve this. This is an important issue. We need to resolve this. And finally, they got a case that presented the issue in a clean enough package that they accepted it. But it's been an effort of decades to inform the court of the importance of this issue and keep it uh, up front in their minds.
5: Well, this is a big victory. It truly is, because if, in fact, you win, you can negate the arbitrary cost of people who are who are browbeat or, or, or beaten down in the submission and really lose not just the value of their asset, but really lose the other principle, which is the right of enjoyment. And this is something that people who have owned property for years have been dealing with. But I'm wondering, what are your thoughts uh, when you see the, the, the people that actually own real estate is dropping drastically? Is this an abuse that has been successful for the most part as less and less people are actually considering buying property and we have a whole new generation that doesn't desire to own property? I'm wondering if you think This is something that maybe we're a little late to the dance to fix.
11: Well, it's a problem. You know, the the generation that's not even looking into property, uh, I've heard them referred to as generation priced out. Yeah. Uh, One of the one of the reasons why they've been priced out and there are studies to support this, that in these jurisdictions that don't police things like impact fees and other regulatory fees put on property. That those fees can comprise up to like half the value of a house. So, in Seattle, for example, um, about a dozen years ago, a University of Washington professor uh, did a study of housing prices, and back then the median home price was around five hundred thousand. Over half of that was the cost of regulations. Yeah, these are things that have been in the power of government to stop, and they have not stopped it, and they continue to put this pressure. Every time they put a fee on homes, it gets passed through to the purchaser. And for every thousand dollars, there are tens of thousands of people who are priced out and they become jaded. And, and then it creates that cycle of, you know, disinterest in property, it devalues property, yet regulatory costs continue to increase.
4: Mm-hmm.
11: So it now, creates I... an artificial housing crisis.
5: Exactly. And that explains so much of the homelessness, so much of the the, the, the the inability of people to purchase California has a unique tax structure, and I believe it was passed in the 60s I could be wrong where they freeze yeah. property taxes, so for them to raise these other taxes, in my opinion, just is a is an arbitrary way to compensate for the fact that they passed a bad law in the 60s but i 'm wondering yeah. do you th- do you think it 's ever too late to challenge these bad laws or? People get used to being cooked like a lobster, don't they?
11: Uh, uh, unfortunately, yes. Um, and whether it's too late to challenge these bad laws, uh, you know, that's going to depend on the law. But, you know, in California, when uh, with their tax structure, that that is actually the genesis of the explosion of things like impact fees, like the one that was imposed on George Sheets, what our client, was. What they did was they went through the costs of they had this grand traffic plan that they wanted to improve the whole area within 20 years. And they looked at all of these different people. Who do we want to tax? Who do we don't who do we not want to put the financial burden on? And so they looked at retail and said, no, if we put a burden on them, they're not going to build in our community. We'll just put it on new development because, well, they won't pay attention or they're not part of our community. They can't vote against it. So they just went through all these costs and they just kept shifting it on to the disfavored the political party. And it's driven by the fact that, you know, they really can't rely on property taxes to raise these sorts of revenues. So they just find somebody that they want to target and put, put it on them.
5: Yeah, well, and, and like I said, it's, it, it took all these years for people to figure that out. Uh, and, and, and it takes good lawyers to push back. One of the things that I, I want to take advantage of you being here is this. Yeah, I, I, I love the idea that in this country, your life is your own and the government really is not invited. I understand they have a structure of penalty if you do well at life and they charge you fees on income and the rest of it. But when you see a case like we're seeing, even though it's in New York and I know you're not familiar with or I don't know if you're licensed there or not. But when you see the idea that a government can bring a case without an actual plaintiff on the value of assets. When you see that no longer is the is the idea that the agreement of value is between a buyer and a seller or an owner and a lender, this is truly a big case. It's much bigger than the personality of somebody most people hate. It's much bigger than Donald Trump. When you see the idea that New York, a political uh, uh, warrior, for lack of a better word, can arbitrarily use the power of government to sue on behalf of a business deal she and a judge who never practiced in real estate deem overvalued. This is really bigger than Donald Trump and New York uh, Democrats, isn't it?
11: Boy, I do not know enough about the case to really comment on it, but I can say that, uh, you know, we do need to keep an eye on not just the judiciary, but those who use the judiciary, Um, especially in these times.
5: Yeah. Well, you know what's interesting? I think I I look at it from the position of somebody who likes the idea of private property and private transactions. And there's an old saying in in real estate, it's worth whatever somebody's willing to pay or whatever somebody's willing to loan. That's what it's worth. It's what it's always worth. And if the government, you know, you got to remember, we're from Chicago. We just had a guy who was an alderman for 50 years be found guilty of all kinds of mafia collusion by the name of Ed Burke. And one of his primary sources of income was he was a half-assed lawyer who had a firm that through political corruption was able to lower property taxes for people who hired him. Ironically, Donald Trump had used him during the development of the Trump Towers in Chicago. And that's the kind of thing that really upsets me, because it shouldn't exist in a country based on the rule of law or the principles of property ownership so i, I take these cases uh, a little bit more serious than i i think a lot of people do but i think more people should and i know through the attention that you're giving this case and through hopefully the success of the pacific legal foundation we have a chance at getting those principles back so i want to thank you for that brian hodges thank you uh, thank you where can the people go to keep an eye and support pacific legal foundation
11: uh, you can visit our website at www.pacificlegal.org. We yeah. have information about this case and all of our cases there.
5: Thank you very much, Brian. I appreciate you making time for me.
11: Yeah, thanks for having me.
5: We'll be back with your calls and comments.
0: He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show at AM560. The answer. AM 560. The answer.
5: I wonder if we're lighting up those Aloha Snack Bar Houthis minus the Blowfish. Easy, Kamala. Kamala doesn't know. Joe doesn't know. Lloyd Austin doesn't know. So hopefully the Israelis are bombing them or they're letting some of our good boys bomb them. One way or the other, because one thing's for certain, if you let these Democrats just due to this nation, what they did to these Democrat sewers, these once great cities and states, it isn't going to be good for anybody. In fact, when I heard, when we were talking to uh, the attorney from Pacific Legal Foundation, and we're talking about the cost of corruption, and you think about Illinois, you think about Cook County, and the assessor, the one that dresses like Liberace, her name's irrelevant, I can't remember, Pappas. She comes out and says, you're not paying taxes. Based on the value of real estate, you're you're paying them based on the cost of our incompetence and corruption. And then you see this butter-handed trust fund bust out, never worked a day in his miserable life and hit the loin lottery. Looks like a beanbag with a pumpkin on it, some call governor. You hear him brag about the economy. In the state, people are fleeing.
0: Today, Illinois has a $1 trillion
5: GDP. Poppycock, you idiot. You idiot. When you include the waste, fraud, and abuse of the federal government spending it through your money laundering companies like Goshen. $8 billion so you could pretend Illinois economy is growing. Fetzo,
0: The fifth largest in the nation. Record job growth and historic business creation.
5: It's a utopia. Then why are the property taxes going up, dummy, and the values of the asset going down? See, you're destroying the lives of people I know and love. Good people. Working their ass off. To pay $1,000 a month in property that, is, when you inflationally adjust it, has been a loser for 20 years. You slob. Good thing your mother knew who to give a lap dance to. Otherwise, you'd be selling car insurance at O'Hare, and you'd suck at that, too. Mike, in New Lennox.
2: Sean, my friend, my real estate guru and financial advisor. Oh, thank you. I am leaving the socialist state of Illinois. I have bought a home in St. John, Indiana. And want to see this
10: crap hole in my nice. rear view mirror.
2: Nice, but didn't you hear you guys
5: are doing great. Your economy's growing. You got a trillion dollars <laughs> in surplus. I mean he says it with a straight face. And what's your now you're living New Lenox. I'm not gonna get too specific. Yeah. Ballpark, what are your property taxes?
2: Thirteen K. Thirteen I save nine thousand eight hundred a year.
5: Just not property tax. Just not property tax not, 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 not to really get me sick. Give me a ballpark. You don't have to be specific. I don't want your contract number. Give me where Zillow would price your home.
2: Well, Zillow's on the low end at four forty and it's it's listed at four ninety. Four hundred
5: just as let's say, let's say for argument's sake, we'll use Zillow's number. Four forty and you're paying thirteen thousand a year in property taxes. Yeah. So uh, do you have a landscaper? You cut your lawn? Let's see, landscaping, maintenance. And it. Oh, yeah. You're the groundskeeper oh, yeah. there, kid. You're the groundskeeper. Yes, I know.
2: Yeah. Ma- yeah. Mike. And now Go ahead. i got somebody to hire to take care of it, you know, because I'm in a homeowners association for retired people. Good for
5: you. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. The air will be cleaner, the food is going to taste better, and the mafia won't have their hand in your pocket. Good luck to you, my friend. I love it. Kevin in Las Vegas, Nevada.
13: Uh, hey, Sean, uh, you are talking about Vivek earlier. Um, I don't know if you got it or not. I sent you something on X. Uh, yes. Some dude did a big break. He did a big breakdown of, like, tons of stuff on Vivek. There's, like, 15, 16 videos. And the very first one is, you know, the alleged pump and dump. Uh, just if you can. No, is, I did listen really to it. Great. And, and, and,
5: and, and oh, I did right listen right. to it. Yeah, I listened to it. My conclusion on, on Vivek. And when I heard that, there was a big piece missing that I didn't like. And I'll tell you what that is. The company itself that he founded was started in the Bahamas. Within a few short months after the acquisition of the failed drug and the acquisition of a couple of other nonsense drugs, he takes it public. I've got a problem with that kid. I really do. Do you know what it takes to take a company public? Do you know the forensic? I thought they talked about that in there. No, they I, I, talk about it. I'm going to get through it, but uh, yeah, yeah. Well, watch a,
13: it again. Watch it again. To get take a it. company it.
5: that was founded in the Bahamas, public for owning assets that haven't been FDA approved—that's a stretch. And then to watch that stock collapse after the third test that everybody knew in in, in the company. In my opinion, and especially his mother, who had worked on the trial in the other company. After it didn't get approval, the stock collapses 99%. And all of those funds and all of those people, that's too much of a boondoggle to get my head around. But listen, I love the way he lies. I think he's great. Great.
13: Right, right. But, you he, know. Apparently, he didn't sell any of the actual stock from, I, I can't remember exactly. I want to. Yeah, but then
5: it. how is he worth a billion sold, nine?
13: No, no, is, no, 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 no. He, he sold a different, it, w- it was when it was on the first name,
1: Versus the new name, you, you got to look at the timeline this guy lays down. Like I said, I'm not. Let's just, just put it this way, Kevin. If, if Hunter Biden,
5: hear... if Hunter Biden would have followed the schematics with Rosemont Seneca, we wouldn't know that he was a crook. Thank you very much for the call. I appreciate it. I'm going to look into it again, but uh, you know, character and decisions and evidence is a tricky thing. Even when it takes you places you don't want it to take you. I mean, I I, I played it. I I I love him. Love him. But I'm having a hard time with the phony
1: dementia drug. This was Bush and Cheney doing it to John Kerry. This would have been the stuff of scandal, impeachment and worse. And yet I think it was an intentional lie that the media said that that account, which we now know to be true, was actually the Russian disinformation. Now, Shauna, I would be charitable in my interpretation of that if it were just one instance. Let, let me give an easier one just by show of hands. Does anybody believe the media is reporting? About the origin of COVID-19.
5: I mean, he says all the right things. Absolutely love it. And I certainly like him better than the toilet seat crusher.
10: Love the Americans who look different than you. Love the Americans who speak different than you. Love the Americans who think different than you.
5: Shut up! Stop loving cream puffs. Cream puff, Jim. He
11: loves you. Yeah, i, I just thinking about the fans and Legal Jeopardy. I had two... I've never taken advice in my life, but I got two pieces of advice that I followed
13: successfully. Oh. First, the first one was stay out of Texas, and the other one was don't get caught. Why
4: do uh, I think it, that it,
5: that it, advice came to you from Ed Burke himself <laughs> with his pasty, white, dimply derriere? Am well, I wrong?
13: You know, well, yeah, but that's, that's what a captain of the Irish Republican Army would tell you. Yeah. And, <laughs> Come on. It,
5: he, man, oh, man. The only reason you hang around with them is you finally feel. Well endowed when you hang with the Short in the Pants Mafia. I understand Cream Puff Jim. I truly do. Jennifer and Valparaiso getting new Chicagoans as neighbors every day. How are you?
4: Good, good, good. Thanks for taking my call. I did. I just left. We had one year in CPS for high school. We had to leave with the four kids. It cost me $33,000 to get out of there. That's with one of my best friends being my realtor, taking a 1% commission. It is so oh, when you
5: say 33000 was that your transfer stamps? Because Chicago is a phenomenal yes. scam. Do you yes. know, Do you know? And I'm sure you do, you have your closing statement, do you know they also charge the buyer stamps to buy your property? It's one of the yes. only few areas in the country where they charge the
4: owner and the buyer
5: transfer taxes, called stamps, referred to as right.
4: stamps. Right, so stamps plus their 3% plus the 1% from my friends, uh, all the closing costs, everything else, I, we just kept totaling it up and we just said, whatever. So $33,000 worth of my equity went to the city of Chicago, the state, all that good stuff. Um, I, I just, I, we. So just, let me do this for you. I'm going to be 50 this year. I have no interest in, in getting a 30 year mortgage at 8%. You know what I mean? First I'm saying? of all, you don't, you don't
5: sound a day over 28, and I'm sure you look to match it. But let me ask you this your property taxes per year. Ballpark, because Chicago isn't really terrible. We went from
4: 5500 and then we got the notice. So we said, okay, we'll pay the 2000 extra. Okay, oh, we'll pay the... F-. By the time so- we were getting out of there, we went from 5500 in two years, so we went to 10200
3: Woo!
5: Well, Jennifer, that sometimes that kind of, what you're considering a cost, that's the greatest money you could ever spend. Because that 33 Absolutely. times, and the, the money, that's the greatest money you could ever spend. And the lesson you learn you will pass on to your kids and their kids. So, Jennifer, best money you ever spent, kid. Call that real estate broker. Tell her you love her. Thank you very much. (laughs) Appreciate the call. Thank you. You know, it's sad. You know, everyone, oh, you celebrate. No, I'm disgusted at these stories. And I'm really disgusted at the good people who've been doing it for 40 and 50 years. I'm disgusted because I know what inflation how to adjust inflation and understand what money really is, the timestamp of money. And I'm sick that they somehow have turned equity into the equity of irrelevance and the equity of servitude and slavery, just like communists and Marxists all over, because you're paying for it, and these slobs, these gangsters are celebrating.
0: Today, Illinois has a $1 trillion GDP, the fifth largest in the nation, Record job growth and historic business creation.
5: Wrong. Then wh- why are why is everyone leaving? Why are small businesses closing? Why does it look like a third world country in a once great city that had a had an area called magnificent that now can only be summed up by tragic and chaotic? Why? Because you and your cohorts of corruption, the so called rep- representatives, have stolen a fortune. And they'll never do a day in jail. When is uh, Mike Madigan's trial? October. October. Want a bet? Yeah, I didn't think you did. 312 642 5600.
0: Call Sean now. 312 642 5600. (laughs) AM 560. The answer.
5: We're discussing the nuances of the once great city way back when it was decent and safe and somewhere to be proud of, and you could go to Buckingham Palace without getting a knot on your head and your wife kidnapped. Uh, I went to Columbia College a long time ago, and then I used to work at the Mercantile Exchange, and then there was a printer's row. It was supposed to be a real boom. wanted to go in there. You want to buy real estate, and even as far as Roosevelt Road would be amazing. Here's a little clip to let you know how far things have devolved here is uh, what is often referred to as the South Loop, but more towards Printer's Row, in my opinion. These boys not playing?
10: They just went crazy. No boys not playing, man. They just did that so fast. You know what they
5: did in the beginning? They took uh, two stolen cars, one of them was a Dodge Durango, rather nice. Uh, and another SUV that they acquired, and they ran into a ATM that is, you know, kind of sitting on the street between stores. They smashed it, and in that short of time, they threw it in the car and took off. Very sophisticated. Now I want to hear the WGN and the ABC morons, pretend uh, newscasters, talk about how sophisticated it is over those hillbilly states where this kind of stuff, doesn't happen, because if it does, they get hunted down, thrown in prison for the rest of their miserable existence, or at least until they learn a lesson. Teresa, and on the once great Gold Coast, now referred to as the Brass Coast.
4: It is the Brass Coast now, Sean. Unfortunately, many, uh, Brass Coast. How many
5: new leases are signed on the uh, what used to be referred to as the Magnificent Mile, now called the Tragic Area? How many uh, new leases are there? How many businesses are thriving? Uh,
4: like... Not many. Let's uh, just put it that way. Not all right, many. Well, Goshen's
5: going to bail you out. It's a very, very great company. It's growing in Illinois, and there's a surplus. Uh huh. Oh, great! Yeah, you're so
4: happy out. to hear that, Sean.
5: Yeah, thank you, thank
4: you. <laughs> I just wanted to ask you, um, what do you think about the U.S. and the U.K. strike? Um, you know, the hoodie targets in Yemen. What do you think about this? Because we're I, I hope that they again can,
5: I hope that they can do as much damage as those goat Casanovas can do to themselves.
1: I, Although, what, what,
5: so here's the good news i don't think the goat casanovas have an air force so hopefully we can make some headway but i don't know if lord austin cares or joe biden knows what day it is so we'll see what happens
4: yeah i agree with you with joe i mean he doesn't even know what's going on let's
3: get real
5: i believe his wife said vigor and you know you got to cut her a little slack the poor thing hasn't uh, been satisfied by anything other than a wash machine on spin cycle for the last 35
7: years. But you have to love her loyalty. Your husband is 81. At the end of the second term, he'd be 86. As his life partner of 46 years, is there a part of you that is worried about his age and health? Can he do it? He can do it, and I see Joe every day. I see him out, you know, traveling around this country. I see his vigor. I see his energy. I see his passion. Vigor!
4: <laughs> President Vigor!
7: I wonder, did he have an alias? Did he have an alias? Was he Brett Vigor, or was
5: he
8: Brett Ware? No, he was Robin Ware. Whatever. Get me Robin Ware. But he has been great, and he has a vision for our country that is consistent with what our founders had as a vision. He has knowledge, and again, it honors that vision. You mark
5: my words, girl. When this many political whores, this many apparatchiks of the crime syndicate start talking nice about him, he's definitely, definitely not going to be there on election day. Absolutely and unequivocally. After all, he can't carry a tune. He can't say a sentence. He doesn't know what day it is. He has a hard time blinking when he speaks. This is going to lead to the removal. Of Joe Biden. And uh, there's no question when you see this many crooks talking about how he wakes up.
9: Well, the House Republicans were exposed that America is a nation of immigrants. And that will continue to give us our economic competitive advantage. So that... You mean like
5: Chicago, New York, New Jersey, or California? What exactly do you mean, Hakeem?
9: Country can continue to win the future. And... Any agreement, of course, should also uplift the principle that America is a nation anchored in the rule of law.
5: It's, now, Squirrel, that's funny. That's funny coming from people who've never worked and all become millionaires. It's funny because, unfortunately, there is really no opposition to it.
11: Come up with the top line agreement? That was necessary, as you all know, so the appropriators in, in both chambers can get together and negotiate the final uh, spending bills. We we have been working very hard since the beginning of this Congress to get 12 separate appropriations bills done. We passed seven of them off the House floor. We funded about 81% of government. I think four of the rest have been through uh, at least some final... St-
5: yeah, but can you find any of the money... I don't expect you to find this money in Ukraine. There's
3: a new uh, report out from the defense IG that says that American defense officials uh, didn't fully count for nearly 40,000 weapons yeah. uh, that the U.S. provided to Ukraine.
5: I wonder if the Hooties have the weapons that the, we gave the Ukrainians. And can somebody find the $3
2: billion to Synova? Uh, it appears that the department has again failed to do its homework or even a quick Google search for that matter when last September the department finalized $3 billion loan guarantee with Sonova, a solar...
5: Man, oh man. Don't own stock in that company. We'll be back in 21 hours